0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is episode number 10. And it's just so crazy to think. I've had 10 different episodes where I could just talk and I have a lot more stuff to share. Today's is going to be just a little all over the place, I guess you could say. Um, This past week, I actually got to spend... A date with my dad, and as you all know, um the relationship with him is just a little wonky sometimes, and we don't get a lot of time with him, at least not quality time, so I got to spend that time with him, so that was nice, and I mean, we're just getting ready to go to a birthday party this weekend. Uh, from a friend of mine who has a little boy and so that's exciting um my sister always laughs because she says that I don't have any friends so (laughs) she thinks it's weird that I made a friend and I'm actually attending a birthday party because I usually just try not to go to these places but since this one is at one of my favorite zoos um we're actually gonna go so Anyways, today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my vision board and how that is going. So, I really didn't make a vision board. I just made a vision page, I guess you could say. I just got lazy and I shouldn't have done that because now that I'm going through it, I feel like if I would be able to see these things day after day, it would just... Made me feel bad about not doing them, and I would start doing a lot of them. And don't get me wrong, I have made some ge- some changes, but I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that because it's almost the middle of the year. I mean, it's going to be barely April, but sooner or later, it's going to be there. But so I feel like my first my first goal was relationships. My second one was health and lifestyle, along with self care personal growth, finances, and travel. So I feel like with my relationship area, um, I said I wanted to be a better mom, gentle parent, and have more fun. And I guess just more quality time and be a happier mom. So the gentle parent, I think I definitely have gotten a lot better at it. Um, I definitely believe we do have more fun, but I think we just... I just need to step up my game a little bit more and do a lot more things with my son. But I I do feel like I have evolved and I have become a better mom because I've learned a lot of things that I do wrong. And also, I said I was going to work on my son's album to be able to create those memories with him. So I definitely have gotten better at taking more pictures, uh, trying to do a little bit more things and definitely catching those memories and working on the album. I also said I was going to work on my marriage. So building the trust, the communication, keeping my mind open. But I feel like the biggest one for me is leaving the mom role. So I feel like I kind of did like a 360 change and I completely left the mom role. I am just like sucks for you do it so I've definitely done that um the communication I feel like it's just building trust and communication that one I've had a little bit of a hard time with because we are polar opposites but at the same time we are actually very similar so building the trust I think building the trust has just happened little by little but then it's like those little things that break it again and communication i think i've just been an over communicator now and that has to play in with the mom role so i've just communicated what's needed and i just let him go from there and i feel like also i have to i had to stop being everyone's parent so i definitely have started doing that i definitely have just let things burn and if they have to they have to um that's that's been a challenge for myself and for everyone but it's been working I definitely thought at the beginning of the year that I had to spend more time more quality time with mom and dad that one I don't feel like has it has changed so much because it's hard it's hard to spend quality time with them because Usually, it's negativity. It's usually talking bad about each other. It's usually stuff like that. I have gotten a little bit better at it, but I also feel like I have to distance myself when things get a little funky. And stand my ground and set boundaries and have the the uncomfortable conversations. I've definitely set a lot of boundaries and I've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations this year so far. And so my boundaries have gone up with my husband, with my husband's family, with my brother, with my parents. Um, And they've been a little challenging. They've been a little challenging with my parents. I kind of just don't really push the boundaries so much because they're never going to get it. But I feel like what I really have been pushing is when it comes to my child, there's boundaries that when it comes to him, I'm not going to bend and I've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations because of that and I have said it like he is my child he's not your child and this is what it is so that was it for my relationship part my health and lifestyle and self care I said that I was going to do some more gym effort and I was going to lose some of my belly well I went to the gym for a month and I didn't go back. So I have not been working out and I have just been feeling so guilty and bad about it. But it's hard because my mom has two jobs. My husband's always working, my father's always working. My sister lives closer now, but not close enough, and also has a job. So I don't really have anyone to take care of my child. And when my mom comes home between her, you know, her jobs, I don't feel it's fair for me to just put her in that position of, here, take care of my child while I go do this. And I feel like it's challenging for her because my child is a monster and she gets tired. So, on that part, it's a little difficult. And I do feel like I should start working here, working out here at home, but I just don't have the space or the time or my child or this or that. So, that I've been failing at, and I have to take full responsibility for it. Eat better, work on the protein and drink more water. I actually only drink water now, I don't drink anything else, but I am not the best at drinking water. I only drink water, but I don't drink a lot of it. Eat better, I think I I feel like I have been eating a lot better, a lot less junk, But not necessarily like the balanced meal, you know, of like protein, carbs, and veggies, and all of that. I definitely have not been doing that. One thing that I've noticed that ever since I'm a stay-at-home mom, I don't put a lot of effort into how I look. So I don't really do my hair a lot. I don't do makeup a lot. So I actually have been working on that a little bit. Um, It doesn't always get done. But it has been getting done a lot more than it used to. Also, I made it and made it in a goal to work on my manicures pedicures. I have not gone in to get manicures or pedicures, but I do my toenails a lot more often now. My nails like my hands, I I just don't. I think that they're a waste of time and waste of money. I haven't done them, Um, I have a child and I do so many things that I'm just going to rip those things out, so there's that, dress better, I feel like I have been attempting to dress a little bit better, Um, I have gone out to specifically buy like different shirts or jeans or stuff like that, but I hate jeans, I put in this year that a goal for me was going to be less leggings and less baggy, I've Definitely cut out the less baggy stuff, but I'm still struggling with my leggings. I love, love, love leggings. And you guys are going to laugh, but just more basic maintenance, like more showers, more perfume, more deodorant, more, you know, combing my hair. And any mom that is listening to me can totally relate. I mean... I shower. I'm not, I'm not disgusting, but sometimes like the whole day flies by and I'm like, shit, I haven't taken a shower or I haven't put deodorant on or stuff like that. I mean, sometimes I'm like brushing my teeth at, you know, noon or two in the afternoon that my child is asleep. So I've been working on that a lot more. Um, I haven't accomplished it to the max, but I'm working on it. And I said, being more organized with rooms, keeping it clean, um, I definitely have been working on that. I have made it a habit to pick up my mess, my clothes, you know, every day, focus on a room every day, focus on the child's room, my room, bathroom, but there's things that I do regularly, like take out the trash, do the bed, little things like that, that just make it look more organized and I clean the rest of the house every day but my rooms is what I had an issue with but that has been a lot um, better and it's been evolving so we're we're getting there (laughs) and working on my mental health and doing like hikes and stuff like that I mean I'm in Colorado the weather has been shit lately um so it's been a little hard and it's really muddy so obviously that's gonna be a little bit more for the summer but I've been I've been journaling a lot. I've been listening to listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been reading books. I this podcast has been so helpful for me to just let things out and just express my feelings. So I definitely feel like I have been growing in that aspect. Um my third one is personal growth. So stop being the savior. And if you guys haven't heard, it is one of my first couple of episodes, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. It's been really hard, but I have done it. I feel really bad. I feel really guilty. I feel very, how can I say it, negligent. But I know that it's not like that. So I have stopped being everyone's savior. Being more positive has been one of my goals. And... I feel like I have done a pretty decent job and you know it's funny because I'm saying it right now and this is just when I'm realizing it but I feel like I've done a decent job. I've been more positive and another one of my goals has been to be more calm. So being more positive and more calm have been huge for me because I feel like I constantly am in chaos and so recently I just have learned to just realize what brings value to my life and what doesn't and stay away from what doesn't so you know I have I spend time with my parents if it's not bringing value to me if it's not making me feel positive if it's not making me feel calm I'll just remove myself from it and I've been just letting things go a little bit more not everything of course I have that issue but a little bit more Um, Another one has been don't always be angry. So I actually am angry most of the time. And I feel like now that I have really set my mind to this, like I start to just analyze things a different way. And I realize what is needed, like what I actually have to be angry about and what what I don't have to be angry about. And that's definitely been helping so much. So I don't feel like I'm angry all the time I used to be angry like 97% of the time I guess now we're gonna say maybe like 50 something percent of the time (laughs) and it's funny hearing it but I used to be such an angry individual and I've been really working on that and now it's just like do I really need this does this need my energy no and I let it go and a huge one for me has been practice on letting things go. I have such a hard time letting things go. This was in a, This was actually also one of my previous episodes, and I talk about how hard it is for me to let things go. So if you haven't listened to that one, go for it. I recommend it. It's. I feel like it's more of a reality check of how things actually work instead of all these positive endings, but... I can't say I've let everything go. There's lots of things that I cannot let go of yet. But I've worked, I've been working on the little things, like the little things that affect me that have been rough or that I used to just make, you know, make super important and they haven't been um I've decided to just let them go. Just stop bothering myself about little stupid things. So, I also in the personal growth area, I also said, read at least two to three books this year. I'm failing at that one. I have had a book from the library for God knows how long. I started reading it. My son took out my bookmark. My bookmark is a picture of myself when I was a little girl. And I guess I'll upload it onto my... my um. Instagram, and you guys can look at it there. But I have that as a bookmark because it just makes me think so much about me as a little girl. But anyways, he's my son is obsessed with that photo and he took the bookmark out and I lost track so I had to start reading again. And I just haven't been super dedicated to reading my book. But you know what? If I get at least one book or two books read this year, I will definitely take it as an accomplishment because I actually love reading. I just don't have the time. And when I say I love reading, I love reading self-improvement books. But I just don't have the time for it. And I love reading, like, articles and things about parenting and stuff like that. But I don't like reading, like, um, just regular other books and biographies of just people who just... famous or stuff like that I don't know but I'm bad at it I'm bad at reading so yeah I also said I was gonna work on my growing work on growing my eyelash extension business (sighs) I have been so negligent about it I actually even just deleted my Instagram page because I just feel like it's not the time I don't know maybe I just need to work on it a little bit more but who knows so finances I said that this year we were going to work on our marriage finances closer avoid unnecessary spending and be more strict with our budgets I have not been the best at that um we really just I I mean he brings he brings home the his paycheck I manage it But when it comes to avoid unnecessary spending, I have gotten a little bit better, but I still go to the store and I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. My son needs this and I'm not buying stuff for myself, but I'm like, I feel like I'm healing my inner child by buying everything my child needs until a couple months ago. I actually started like being a little bit more strict on what I spend and stuff like that, but it's been hard. (laughs) So. I feel like I need to evaluate that again and just maybe set a little bit more realistic expectations for myself on that or maybe just be a little bit more strict on myself and travel. So I am not a big traveler actually. I have never been on a plane and so this year I said that we were going to travel and you know, even if my husband doesn't want to come along or even if he can't because of his job, um, we said we were going to do either a cruise, Vegas or Utah. And actually, we are headed to Utah next month for my son's birthday. And then in May, um, if God allows us, we will be headed to Mexico to visit my husband's family so that they can finally meet my son and possibly even Cancun for my sister's bachelorette party. So we are excited about that. And guys, I'm just winging this episode, but it just gives me a little bit of an idea of what um I've been working on, what I have been doing, what I haven't been doing. And I felt like this whole time it's like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I don't do anything. I haven't changed anything, but I feel like now that I'm looking through it, because I literally just found my notebook again, (laughs) I actually feel like I have been doing a lot of these things. I have been doing a lot of these things and I feel like a lot of them have changed because I've been fed up about a lot of things. But hey, I mean, it's a lot of positive changes, right? But it's been... It's been nice. It's been nice to, to see what I've done, what I haven't done. Um, but I also want to share with you guys. So this notebook, I have this notebook. And this is my notes for my podcasts, for my books, for everything. And so actually right now, I am going through reading this book. And I actually love to read in Spanish. I don't like reading in English for a reason, but this book is called El Sutil Arte de que te importe un carajo. So it's just like saying like how to stop giving so much importance to things that are not as important. So I took some notes the other day that I was reading and I thought it was interesting. And it's... It's a part where it says that chasing something only lets you know how much you don't have it. So the more you chase love in your marriage is just shows you how much you don't have it. The the you know however much you chase communication or you know compassion or all these things in your marriage just shows you how much you don't have it. So I feel like it's changed my perspective on a lot of things. And also, let me just read this note really quick. One that really caught my attention is that everything that has value in this world is granted upon surviving a negative experience. And it's just saying, you know, it's just saying like, if you allow this negative experience and just feel it and live it then you're going to get something positive you know you earn something positive out of it so i feel like that's really interesting one thing that i really loved about i love about this book that i'm reading is that it says that i really want to be a person that doesn't get agitated for anything or anyone or doesn't when y no ante nadie. And so you know you don't give in you know to anyone or to anything. And I feel like it's not necessarily like not compromising, but it's just not giving in into something you really don't want or have the same feelings about as the other person. Um let's see what else. I mean, those were just a couple of little things that I wanted to share on here. Like I said, this one is going to be a little bit all over the place, but also, I have learned. I have been learning a lot about uh the in the marriage classes. So I'm gonna be my sister's maid of honor in her wedding. And we are also att- attending like these marriage classes um in order to baptize my son. And I've been learning a lot, a lot, a lot of things in these classes. And I'll just tell you guys a little bit of what I have been catching, but the first class was literally just talking about how to be parents and how to, you know, allow your children to grow in the spiritual area and how you're the the example and stuff like that. But one thing that really caught my attention was that they said that even if your children have left home, that you still don't have like you still it doesn't sorry i'm confused so even if your children have left home that doesn't mean that you're not their parent anymore even if your children have left and they're married and they have their family like it's your duty as a parent to guide them in the best way possible and i feel like this is so important because we don't realize sometimes how wrong we are when we do certain things and when we Have good parents, or at least parents that have some sort of values when they're telling you that you're doing something wrong, and instead of you know allowing you to do these things and just covering up for you, they tell you, you know, hey, you're doing wrong. I feel like it's super valuable and it's important because there are so many men and women that struggle in their marriage or you know love their significant other. And they try to help their significant other in the most positive way. And they decide, you know, to try to get, you know, their parents' help. And when you don't get your significant other parents' help, instead you get judgment. It's a little hard. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like it's super important. And, you know, just because I'm 50 doesn't mean my parents don't have the right to tell me when I'm doing something wrong. Another thing that I really caught my eye was saying sorry to our children and how how it's really never late to say sorry to our children. And I feel like this is super, super, super important because I feel like there's so many things that we do as parents that hurt our children and we don't realize it. And I feel like if we just say sorry and we teach our children, one, to say sorry and feel empathy... We can change the way they react and do a lot of things. Like sometimes I'm human. I lose my patience. And when I go say sorry to my son, he holds my face and he gives me a kiss. And it just like melts everything inside me. So I feel like that's super, super, super important. Um, Another thing that I... So this was my first class. My second class um they talking about they're talking about how like we should communicate in our marriage and it talks about you know accepting that you're wrong, being patient um not being aggressive, having your love be as strong as the problem, or sorry, having your love be stronger than the problem um And I feel like this really caught my mind. It says that when you're like really upset with your partner to like write a letter, but don't give it to him. Just like read it and then rip it. And I feel like this is so important because sometimes we're just so livid and we just want to have our partners have it. But we're so hurtful. So I feel like this is such a good tactic. I haven't used it, um, at least not yet. (laughs) But if I do, I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop of it um what else it talks about uh if you're having an argument so this one's a little hard for me because if it says that if you're having an argument like if you're not able to hold your guys's hands or kiss each other or you know cuddle with each other then it's not quality dialogue and I don't know about you guys And I, like, expressed it during our class. I'm like, I am this type of person that just doesn't like to be touched in general. Like, it pisses me off. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And especially when I'm upset, don't. And she was like, yeah, like, you lack, you know, quality dialogue. But I'm not going to argue with her. I don't like it. But if you think about it, sometimes a lot of these things can be softened. If you just hold someone's hand when they're going through a hard time. And it talks about also talking about things in an appropriate place. You know, like don't go out to a party and talk about your problems um, or fight in front of your family members (laughs) or whatever. And then it talks about finding alone time, you know, finding something special to do with your partner. Keep knowing your partner. Talk about the important things and remember why you guys fell in love. And I I do realize like how important that is. But I mean, let's be real. Sometimes we just can't. But the last one I feel like is super important. I think it's something that I feel like a lot of people go through. It's have it be something new. So like don't have the same issues. Don't bring the same issues to each argument so you know obviously this means when you have an issue resolve it and fix it and fix you know your actions and don't have this be an issue again because I feel like it's what's gonna hold us back. My third class was more about I guess like Um, faith in our marriage and, you know, working together as a family to create our faith, Um, you know, how to guide our children, how to guide ourselves, you know, choosing our marriage every day, all that stuff. That one was a little shorter. Um, But yeah, like I just thought I would share you guys that because I feel like it's interesting and I feel like it's some important things. I've learned and have made me think a lot differently, but I definitely have been trying my hardest to become a more calm person. I feel like I'm getting there, but obviously it's taking a lot of work and energy and just not wanting to deal with a lot of stuff sometimes. It's not because I leave them hanging, it's just because I just don't want to deal with them a lot of times. Or I don't feel like I need that. Or I I feel like, you know, whatever happened doesn't need as much value as others are trying to give it. So, like my sister says, don't waste your time with stupid stuff. <laughs> she always says that. And I feel like I just need to learn how to just back off sometimes. Because I am the person... That has an opinion about everything or that wants to mention something or stuff like that, and little by little, I have been learning to just not do that so anywho, I will post my little girl picture <laughs> and you know, I would love to see your guys's little kid children pictures like personal ones not your children like your own small child picture um because it's interesting it's interesting what you think when you look at it and it's interesting how you wish you would have spoken to yourself when you look at it and stuff like that so yeah i hope you guys have a good rest of your week that was my episode and thank you guys for coming back to listen thank you for the support reach out via instagram bye bye